Hi, this is Jackie Phillips. Hi, this is Sifa Romaine. Welcome to Reset. On Power 91.1 FM WTYJ. Reset because you, you deserve, deserve it. it. Hi, and welcome to Reset. I'm Sifa Romaine. I'm Jackie Phillips. Welcome, Jackie, to our show tonight. So exciting. I know. I'm so excited. I'm so we excited have, to meet your friends. We have. We have. We have. An amazing guest. An amazing guest. Like, One of my best friends. Rock star guest. It's, you couldn't Can't have said it better. Can't believe she's here. You couldn't have said it better. Can't believe she's here. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. I knew yeah. who she was forever. You did? Yeah. Yeah. Of course I of course did. Hello. I don't live under a rock, you know. <laughs> <laughs> And here I thought I was bringing you up in the world. You are, but I do know a few things. A few things? Okay. okay. <laughs> Tonight, <clears throat> we have global transformational leader, one of my best friends, one of my mentors, somebody who's really inspired me to live my purpose. She is one of the most influential Latinas in the world. Actually, one of yes. the most influential people in the world. Yes. She has an international company. And you will be so impressed with this person. We have with us the one, the only, Karen Hoyos. Ah! Welcome to the set of Reset, Karen. Welcome to the set. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Gracias. I'm so excited to be here with all of you, and I feel at home. Thank you so thank much, you. Jackie. You're welcome. It's so great to meet you, my so brother. Nice. So great to connect with you again. You're always, always in my heart. Always, always in my always. heart. Just connect in person. <laughs> yes. Thank you. Thank you for this introduction. I'm so happy to be here in this wonderful, powerful, transformational show. Oh, thank thank you. you. Thank you. Thank you. We're so excited to have you. Oh. I've been so excited for weeks. Waiting for weeks. Yeah. Right? Yes, yes, for weeks. <laughs> Well, I'm here. I'm very happy and I'm ready to rock. Let's do this. Let's do this, right? <laughs> so, Karen, you have a very powerful story, mm -hmm. a reset story. Yes. And I'd love for you to share that with our listeners right now. Yes, of course. Um, since I was very little, I was always uh, interested in all the personal development books that my mom and my grandma had at home in Colombia, which is where I am originally from, in case you didn't notice I have an accent right now, <laughs> in case you didn't notice. Um, so I was always very much interested in all of these uh, topics about happiness and personal growth, but I didn't know how to apply it. Mm -hmm. I was one of those people that knew a lot about happiness, but I wasn't happy myself. Yeah. I witnessed a lot of pain in my home. My grandma and my mother both, they are survivors of domestic violence. So I grew up wanting to change that. But sometimes when what you resist, persists. Yeah. I end up actually reliving the situation. And there was a very challenging time in my life that I had a gun pointing to my head. And I didn't know if I was going to survive. I, I almost died. And I remember at that moment, I closed my eyes and I prayed to God. And I said, God, please give me a new opportunity to live. And I promise I will change my life. I still get goosebumps. I think uh, I have yeah, shared yeah, right. this story so many times. And yeah. you know, God was so generous to me to give me a new opportunity to leave. This person put his gun down and he let, let me go. And at that moment, I knew I had a purpose. At that moment, I knew if God allowed me to survive something so difficult, it's because he had a plan for me. Mm. And I decided to find that plan. And I moved to the United States with my bags full of dreams. My stomach also filled with my twins because I'm a mother of twin boys. Aww. I was pregnant of my boys. And I was ready to change my life. And that's when this journey started to really found 
my purpose of transformational, you know, coach that I am today. But that's how it started. That's like the beginning of my story. Within 10 months of heeding your calling, 40 million people knew who you were. Yes. How did you do that? Well, first I have to say it was God's plan. I never, never in my wildest dreams thought this was going to happen. Yes. This is what I believe. Once we surrender to our purpose, miracles happen. That was a miracle. See, for me, I didn't know how I was going to do this. I said, God, I don't know how am I going to be a coach, a speaker. I never did that in my life. How I found my purpose, I saw Tony Robbins, who's a very well-known coach mm -hmm. and speaker on stage, was my first seminar. I heard that voice that says, Karen, what he's doing is what you're going to do for the rest of, of your life. And that was it. That's when I knew, okay, I have to be that, but I don't know how. And there was no speakers that were women at the time. All of them, you know, yeah, Sifu, they right. were more, right. most of them men. men. And if there was a woman like Louis Hay, yeah. like yeah. I look yeah. very different than people, no Latina. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. And, and it's not like people were different used energy. to. Different right? yeah. energy. You know, very kind, different, yeah. but it's great. But it was like, I didn't fit the profile mm -hmm. of the spiritual coaches. I wasn't supposed to be spiritual and look boobilicious, you know, yeah. like this with my curves. So it was like, it was like I didn't fit in. Mm -hmm. So I actually questioned myself in my mind, you know, in my little voice that all of us, we have in your head, the little voice of the ego. For those of you who are watching and say, mm -hmm. what little voice? Maybe Karen, because she's Colombian and crazy, she has a little voice. That's the one I'm talking about. Okay, the one that is questioning all yeah, the time, yes. right? And for me, it was like, I don't know how I'm going to do this. And many people laugh at me and say, Karen, just find a job nine to five. Don't of even course. think that you're going to do, you know, this for a living. You wow. know, how are you going to do this? So I questioned the many naysayers. people. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Many people question. But then I made an agreement with God. I said, God, no idea how am I going to do this, but you do know. Show me the way and I will follow. And that was it. So God put in my path the people, the books, the seminars, everything that he wanted me to learn so I can actually fulfill my purpose. And the first thing I did is I started with my own transformation. Mm -hmm. See, in order for us to reset our life, mm -hmm. we have to first be congruent. Mm -hmm. Like Gandhi once said, we must be the change we want to see in the world. Yeah. Yes. I have a lot of poo-poo to clean. You know, we have yeah. to clean up the poo-poo first. We cannot put perfume in top of poo-poo. <laughs> we have to clean it up. So that's what I did. I started with my own life. I stopped being a victim because for oh. so many years, I dragged this label of victim of domestic violence. Mm -hmm. He did it to me. Oh, poor Karen, poor Karen. Mm -hmm. When I let go of that, I took full responsibility for my life. I was able to create something new. And that's when everything started changing. That's when really the, I, I started manifesting all the things that God had for me. I love this. I love, I love it. Like, I manifest this too. You know, like, this is great. I'm responsible for that, for everything that happens around me. I love it. I love that we have our own special guest in the home with our kitty. I love it. He'll be making an appearance. <laughs> I love it. I love it. You know, he, he knows he's part, of, he's part of the family. So I love it. So for me, just mm -hmm. I, I just surrender to that. I decide to follow that calling and I invest everything I have from my divorce in my personal development education. Everything that I didn't have, like what yes. I have, what I didn't have. People say I was crazy, but I decide to move on and to really apply what I wanted to teach. Now I have been doing this for over 10 years. Uh, over 26,000 graduates of my seminars so far and counting, thank God. Yes. And we continue oh, reaching wow. people from all around the world. It's because I decide to be faithful to the calling that God put in my heart. So you guys have it too.
This is not just my purpose. You have a purpose. Yes. You have a calling to fulfill. You just have to say yes to it. Mm -hmm. Say thank you for sharing to the little boys that is saying you cannot do it. You're not, you know, enough. You you don't have what it takes. And just honor it because if God puts something in your heart, is because He has given you everything that it takes for you to fulfill it. Otherwise, you wouldn't have it in your heart. That's how it is. Wow. I always wow. say that. Yes. Wow. I, agree. I feel like saying amen. <laughs> amen. <laughs> Me too. Me too. So, so your company now is international. Yes. Yes. And so how is this message being received overseas, around the world? And tell us about that. Yes. You know, this is beautiful because many people are always surprised how I mention God so much in mm -hmm. my seminars, you know? And they're like, you know, sometimes people feel like, oh my God, I'm like, I feel like I am in church. <laughs> like, yeah, sister, you know, it's so beautiful because if you really want to know what I do, like I, you know, it's a secret, but now it's no longer a secret. <laughs> I just bring people closer to God. That's what yes. I really do. I mean, it, it seems like if I am like motivating, like coaching, but no, I'm just bringing people home mm -hmm. because um, that's how I feel. You know, every time I, I, I leave my purpose, every time I, I, I help somebody, I feel home. And, and yeah, there are challenges that we all face, but when we are living our purpose, when we are fulfilling what we're here to, to do, everything change like you feel we feel like we can do anything when we are honoring God's will and that's what I'm doing so before I speak to anyone because let me tell you my first group my first seminar was in front of 500 people oh. but not just 500 people any people 500 prisoners that had life sentence oh, that was wow. my first group what are you gonna say to people that are gonna spend the rest of their life in prison to motivate them I mean I don't know yeah. right but I said God you know, so use me. I am a vehicle. You put the words that you want me to say so I can listen to them and share them. And that's yeah. what I did from the beginning. So before I speak, before I speak in front of uh, teachers in Harvard University, when you can see it on YouTube, they were like mm -hmm. this, like, who is this little girl? Like, what is she going to teach us, <laughs> you know? Like, whatever. And then in the end, holding hands yeah. and tears in the eyes. It's because I don't speak. It's God speaks through me. I said, you use me, God. I don't know what it is, but you chose me. You have a plan. I just listen. Mm -hmm. And that is what melts people like walls. Right. It's mm -hmm. God's love. Absolutely. No matter where you are, how close they are, right. love is the most powerful force of the universe. Yeah. Yes. It can melt anything. Yes. And then they will forget that I'm a woman or I'm a Latina or my accent mm -hmm. or whatever. It becomes a conversation from the heart yeah. mm -hmm. where people can feel, they can connect. Because no matter where people are from, they all have the same heart. Yes. We, are, we are the same inside. Mm -hmm. So if we decide to talk to people, essence versus their ego, where yes. they have all the separation labels and these, yeah. just the essence. And when we come from the place, the impact of what we do becomes permanent. And it becomes a legacy instead of a temporary fix, which right. really never works. Jackie has a saying, love the problem away. Mm -hmm. That's all I can love think it. of as you're saying that. Yes. Yeah. Yes, and then it doesn't, uh, it's no longer a problem anymore, yeah. right? It becomes a beautiful lesson. It becomes a beautiful challenge. When you love it, you embrace it. Mm -hmm. You say, I got it. See, this came to me as a gift. 
I'm willing to look for the gift, mm -hmm. but if we reject it, if we fight it, if we question it, why is this happening to me? This shouldn't be happening to me. And then we resist it and then it perpetuates. It becomes more it and more like bigger, too. bigger. Yeah. And then you duplicate that, right? Yeah. Because yeah. what we resist persists. Yeah. So that's how it is. So I love that. Yes. Yeah. You Have become to wear that mask. Mm -hmm. Yes. You wear the mask of your problem instead. If you love it, you heal it. Exactly. And then you can heal others because yes. of it. And, and I've seen you live this. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen you go through some challenges oh, yes. at times. Yes, you were there. You I were was there. there. You I... were there for me. And the most most challenging times in, in my, my career, you know, especially when when we are business owner, when we run our own company, like I started doing this for love and I still do it for love, but I had no clue how I do this for business. Yeah. No clue. Like people were participating in my seminars. I doubled my income. I tripled my income and I was going broke. I wanted to register to my own seminar. Yeah. <laughs> you know, to see if things would change to me too. Like what's going on? God, right. I didn't know. And at that moment you were there for me. Yeah. Not only in words, <laughs> but you were there to, with me to su support me to, to because you believe in, in my dream. Yeah. And, and then, God blessed me with the tools to really transform my business, to transform my spiritual relationship with money. Yes. See, many people think that being spiritual means that you have to be broke. No, there's nothing spiritual for being broke. Right. Why? Yeah. God right. wants us to live in abundance, mm -hmm. to be healthy, mm -hmm. to be happy. Mm -hmm. Because more we have, more we can give. The more we can yeah. Yes, more we can Absolutely. help. The moment yeah. I heal my relationship with money, that's when we made our first million dollars in our coaching, in our coaching programs, in our training, and then I became a mentor for other coaches. And then it was my time to to to, to give, back give back to you. Help, yeah. and, and that's the beauty. That's why right. our relationship. I mean, you really, called me out. You yeah. were like, "What are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> Why aren't you living your purpose? Yeah. Why aren't you coaching?" I was like, mm, "Me? Are you talking to me? Yeah. I'm minding my own business." <laughs> it's true. It's true. Yeah, it's, that's actually what I said. This is true. Yeah. Story. Yeah. See, this is the example of what true friendship really does. Mm -hmm. It's about like holding on to each other, greatness, like talk to, talking to each other, greatness, instead of like, oh, yes, you're good, it's okay. No, I don't want people to say no. to me, it's okay. I want them to say, hey, look, wake up, move your butt, do what you have yeah. to do, you know? And that's what we have. It's an authentic friendship, and now with you, that we're bringing together to, to leave our purpose behind the scenes when nobody's looking. Because that's what's important. We are in front of a camera. We look good. We have yeah. the makeup. Everything yeah. is good. So everything looks nice. But who are you when nobody's looking? That's what really matters. That's what really matters. Like when you are with yourself. Like when you are uh, treating people uh, who serve you, who clean, yes. who are in the outside. Like that's when you are spiritual. Not just when we go to church, which is beautiful. Not only when we pray, which is beautiful. But when everyday actions, in our everyday mm -hmm. actions, that's when we practice spirituality. That's when we practice our purpose and our connection to God. And that's what we're doing. It. That's why I love this show so much. Yeah. Because no matter what people have gone through, yeah. they yes. can always reset. You can choose it today. Yeah. If you want to, that's mm -hmm. your choice. That is the freedom that you have. I don't mean to hog her up. No, it's okay. Just, just... I do have one question. Okay, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> well, no, because before we like move on, yeah. and you keep talking about the call, and I agree with what you're saying because it's behind the scenes that shows the true essence yes. of a person's character. Yes, you know. But what if someone hears the call, but they want they would prefer to be a victim of their circumstance, yes. and they want to wear that mask a little longer because it works for them. Mm -hmm. You know, it works for me to be, 
you know, a victim of this or whatever has happened, right? How do you in, just encourage someone to answer the call and not be a victim anymore and go with what they're hearing God telling them? See, I believe, Jackie, that most people don't know they have a choice. Mm -hmm. See, most people think that this is the life they have to live. Yes. Like, I have to be a victim of my circumstances because how? You don't know, Karen. You don't know what happened to me. They come mm -hmm. to me like that. Like, you don't know what I'm going through. See, mm -hmm. your life is like this, but I'm going through this. Yes. So the first thing is to know, to understand you have a choice. Happiness and suffering, both are a choice. Mm -hmm. We can choose to be happy or we can choose to suffer. Oh, what do you mean, Karen? But how can you be happy if you have bills to pay, if you have your husband or whatever? Well, if you're going to wait until your life is in order to be happy, you will never, never be, be happy. No. Never. Yeah. It's part of our evolution to have so many challenges so we can grow. Once we stop growing and then we get transition, then we're no longer here, right? Mm -hmm. So we just have to understand it is a choice that we have. And that happens when we are responsible with what happened to us. Why most people are addicted to being victims is because they don't believe they are responsible for what they happen in their life. Mm -hmm. Once we understand, I am responsible. And then I also, I understand that I am free to change it. Mm -hmm. See, most people don't even think they have a choice, don't even think they have the freedom to change it because they haven't taken responsibility for what happened in their life. Mm -hmm. So I'm here to remind you, everything that have happened is your own creation. Yes, everything that you love, everything that you don't love, mm -hmm. everything is your own creation. Why? Not because God wants to punish you or is mad at you. No, it's because you came here to grow, to learn. Don't resist the gift. Of any mm -hmm. challenge that is in your life right now, embrace the gift. Don't ask God, why is this happening to me? What for? God, what is it that you want to teach me? Show me the gift that is behind this pain. I don't understand it. I don't have to understand it in my mind. Just show me what my gift is and I will get it in my heart. Mm -hmm. And I will honor it. Once we honor the gift in every single challenge, I promise you, Every challenge comes with a message, with a, a teaching, with a blessing. Everything, no matter how dark it is, it is a part of a perfect plan. Why? So you, one day, can help other person that will be in the same situation. So you, one day, will honor that through your purpose and help so many people that are in darkness right now. It's finding your power with perspective. Yes, yes, I love and that. And then you find your equanimity, and you're exactly. able to kind of roll with the tides because you can just change it, the thought, in a second, and you have your power. Yes. That's all it is, but people don't understand that until they learn to do it. See, the thing is that it's very challenging to change a thought when you are in the middle, in the yeah. midst of the challenge, yeah. right? So I say, so people say, well, Karen, how can I be more, more positive? Mm -hmm. I say, well, don't be positive. It's okay. Your ego is negative. Yeah. Don't try to change your ego because if you fight your ego, it gets stronger. That's right. Mm -hmm. If you ignore your ego, it gets stronger. Mm -hmm. So I say, let it be negative, and instead of listening to the negativity of your head, listen to what's so in your heart. Yeah. See, the idea is not to find and change your mind. It's to acknowledge that it's there. Mm -hmm. Like when your little voice is saying, you're ugly, you're worthless, you, yes. know, you cannot do it. Say, oh, thank you for sharing. Thank you for reminding me that I am it. 
that I am God within me, that I am abundance, that I am beautiful. Mm -hmm. If God made me to his image and God is beautiful and wonderful, that means that I am beautiful. So use your mind every time that he says something negative to remind you to who you really are. Instead yeah. of trying to change your mind, let it be. Here is crazy. This is not a good place to hang out. Yeah. Get out of your head <laughs> I agree. and go into your heart. That's it. That's the place to be. I agree. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> the, the key. Yes. Yes. It's not just a beautiful decoration. No. I know from your trainings yes. what the key represents. But could you share with our audience yes. the idea? Yes. I was having a conversation one day with my mentor, Gary Salter, someone who's very spiritual, very connected to God. And, you know, the conversation was, what, what is it that is the difference between a person who decided to live their purpose and a person who doesn't, right? Someone who knows they have a purpose, they, they know they have, they're capable, they have the tools, but, but they don't live it. Like, why? I see so many people, they have gifts. They, they, they have abilities, but they decide not to use it. So I say I reflect one day, and the difference between the people is that they are not using their key. So every one of us, we are born with a key, and I have it here always as a reminder, and that is the key of faith. And I'm not talking about just faith as something that you talk of, you know, you talk mm -hmm. about faith, like the faith that people say, but they don't live, is the knowingness is a knowingness in your in your essence, in your core, that God is with you, that everything will be okay. That knowingness, that faith, that is blind faith, that you don't need to see, like the knowingness that you're here for a purpose, and that no matter what happens, everything will be okay. Every everybody has that key, but not everyone chooses to use it. So once you choose to use the key, the key is to open the door of your purpose. And once you open the door of your purpose, you are there. You start living your purpose. You start sharing your gifts. How you know is your gift? Because you love it. See, you can tell I'm passionate about this. I'm super passionate. And I'm blessed that I get to get paid for this. But I do it for free every day. I'm blessed to do it because it's in my heart. And I believe everyone has that right and responsibility to do that. But only 1%, only 1% of the population of this planet is living their life purpose. Why? Because they don't have enough faith. Because they worry about not having enough money. Because they worry about what if, what if. Every time you doubt, there is no faith. Faith and doubt are the two different sides of the coin. Mm -hmm. So you can either are faithful and you trust that no matter what happened, everything will be okay. Or you doubt and you don't live your purpose. So that is the key. That is why it's so important. Once you understand, look, I'm here to live my purpose. No matter what happened, God, I'm here, I'm yours. And then you remember that this key doesn't belong to you. It belongs to God. You give it away. No more backdoor. No plan B. People ask me, what will you do in 10 years? This. I don't know. Only what God's given me to do. But I, I don't see anything else. For me, I don't have plan B. I don't have backdoor. This is it. I'll do this or I'll do this because that is the purpose that God has put in my heart. Right. What are three tips you would give someone that are going to go through a reset? How would you encourage them to start? I love this. The first one, gratitude. See, we, we talk about gratitude a lot. Mm -hmm. You know, we heard it in the books. You know, we heard it in the seminars. We have been, you know, people talk about gratitude. Mm -hmm. But see, it's easy to be grateful when everything goes well. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's easy to be mm -hmm. grateful. Yet, the gift of gratitude, it comes when you are facing the darkness moments. Then, that's what gratitude is transformation for you. 
See, remember something. The darkest moment of the day is right before the sun is out, yes. right? Right before sun, sunrise. Sunrise. Yes. sunrise. That is the darkest moment of the day. So when you are facing challenges, when you're going through pain, when you don't understand why something is happening, that is the moment to be grateful. That yeah. is the moment to be grateful for everything that it works. Because I assure you that no matter how many difficulties you have, you have many things to be grateful for. The, have the, the fact that you have eyes to see this message, mm -hmm. ears to hear this message, yes. food to eat. In Africa, every three seconds, a child is dying of hunger. You have so much to be grateful for. When you feel low, look up and give thanks to God for everything that you have. Immediately, your energy will shift. Your vibration will shift. You will become healthier because your cells are listening. Thank you, thank you, thank you. You become healthier. Yes. So that is the number one. Gratitude in moments of darkness. Gratitude, gratitude. Second, you're feeling low, give to other people. I assure you there is someone who's going through a more difficult time than you. People say, well, I cannot give. I don't have enough. No, you don't have enough because you don't give. That's what happened. You must share what you have. Share, share. Share from what you have financially. You want more money? Give money. That's what it is. You want to have more abundance? Well, at least 10% of what you have, you have to donate. And even more if you want to attract more. Give. Give a smile. Give to the homeless. Give a word. Give, give, give. More you give, better you feel. Right. And number three, fulfill your purpose. Find that calling. How do you know? I ask you the question. If you had all the money in the world, all the time to enjoy, what would you do with your time? Not with your money. What would you do with your time? What is your passion? What is it that you have in your heart that if you don't have to worry about working for money or making or surviving it, you know, you will do it. And what is it? Maybe writing, maybe being a host, maybe mm -hmm. coaching, whatever it is, that is your passion. Take a step towards living your passion. When you love what you do, you don't work a day of your life. It's true. true. <laughs> I think she should get another amen. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's what really beauty is. It's love. It's true. Beauty comes from self-love. When we love each other, when we love ourselves first, and then the world loves us. Mm -hmm. And that's when beauty arises in different forms, in different colors, in different ways. It's like yes. everything is beautiful because in essence we are all the same. And that's who you are. Who you who are watching, you're beautiful, you're powerful, your essence, your abundance, you have a purpose, you are worthy. You are worthy. Yes. Don't listen to the little voice in the head that said, no, only them. Because they're on TV. No, you. You are worthy. You, we need you. 
The world needs you. You are a piece of the puzzle. Mm -hmm. If we don't have your contribution, this world cannot evolve in the same way. We need you. I think I say in my book, you really feel beautiful when your insides match our outside. Yes. So when you really are feeling that self-love and you're walking with God and you're hearing his voice and you're really there. Yes. That is when your insides match your outside. Exactly. And then that beauty, like, you know, you see that essence of yes. someone. Yes. Yeah. You it have shines. it. Yeah. No, yes. You guys have it. Yeah, you guys have, have it. it. Yeah, you guys have it. Exactly. Chris Lupo has yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We have it. I we have it. Chris you a have it. Out. <laughs> go ahead, Zimbo. So, I know you've got lots I, of questions. I got right lots there. of questions for Karen. Of course. You know, because so much of your work is centered around the idea of life purpose. Yes. Right? And and it is really important for people to live their life purpose. But how did you come to that conclusion? Yes. You know, out of me being a student and a seeker myself, mm-hmm. going to so many trainings, so many seminars, I could see people that were participating with me, going through the program, saying, yes, I'm going to change my life. Oh, yeah. And paying thousands and thousands of dollars for these seminars. And then one week later, being the same. Yes. And even worse, more depressed. Because now they had tools that they weren't using. So I said, well, what is the difference? What makes the difference? I started looking into the few amount of people that were really using what, what they, they were, were learning. Mm-hmm. And the difference was that those people were actually living their purpose. And those who don't, who weren't living their purpose... They will go back to the same old thing. So I say, wow, God, thank you for showing me. Because I say to God, what is it that you want me to teach? I don't want to just be repeating what other people are saying. It's great. Yeah. But like, like, what is my gift for the world? And he told me. Because God speaks to us. Like yes. When we listen, we can yeah. listen to yeah. his voice. And he gave me one word, and that one was purpose. And I understood that that was it. I understood. And then I started looking at, at people and looking at their results. And very few people were really living their purpose. And once I start sharing this message, people start <gasps> awakening. And they're like, oh my God, this is what I have been looking for. Now I know what is missing. Now I know what is going on. And the people that didn't know their purpose, they start finding their purpose in our yes. program. The ones that weren't living their purpose, they start receiving the tools for them to give away the key and start living their purpose. And mm-hmm. the ones who were already living their purpose now came to us to see how we can help them expand because in the end we don't really live our purpose until we help other people to do the same period Mm -hmm. you know we we start living our our passion and we we started but we are fulfilling our purpose once we did it for ourselves and help other people to do the same that's why i love what you guys are doing because not only you're living your purpose but you're helping other people to do the same and that is the key so for us, my work with other coaches and other speakers and other leaders is about that. It's about helping them to help other people. It's leading the leaders for them to really expand their legacy so we can do this faster. I, I do believe that we can change the world. I don't believe that that's a fairy tale. I don't believe no. that that's something that, oh, it sounds nice, it's woo-woo. No, I believe it's, it's, it's true. If God has put that calling in our heart, it's because we can manifest it. Mm-hmm. And purpose for me is a way. And he'll give you the tools to do so. Yes, exactly. We can channel the tools. When Mm -hmm. we get out of our head, we start listening to God. You know, people are always telling me, Karen, but you don't have, like, the PowerPoint, everything that you're going to say. No, I really don't. 14-hour seminar. 
and I'm channeling God's message. Amen. Now I teach people how to do that because anyone can, you know, play something they rehearse. Sure. But when we listen to God's voice, when we connect, we, we ask God, what is it that these people need? It's not what I want to tell them. Mm. It's what that what is it that they need to hear? Mm. And then it becomes transformational. Right. And then the impact is permanent. It's beyond motivation. Yes. Because motivation is superficial. Transformation, which is like what you're doing with reset, that's permanent. Yes. That's yes. and that's something that they can duplicate right. with other people. It's not like, oh, you get motivated and then you don't know what to do with that motivation. Mm -hmm. Right? Like if you are depressed and then you're motivated to be more depressed. You yes. Know? Yeah. So it's like it won't work. But now it's really transformation. And that only comes from a place of being congruent. See, I'm my own number one student. Mm -hmm. Every day I look into my life, I say, oh, God, what is not congruent with my life purpose? What is it that I have to clean first? As soon as something doesn't work in my life, I ask myself, hmm, mm -hmm. why did I do, I did, mm -hmm. to manifest this? Mm -hmm. There is something I'm doing or I'm you not doing ownership. exactly mm -hmm. that is manifesting the result. What's, what's the belief that's creating this exactly. result? Exactly. What is the action? Yeah. Where am I out of integrity? Right. When I, I didn't honor my word, mm -hmm. I didn't take responsibility. Who am I blaming? Anytime that something comes in my life that is not according to what I believe is supposed to be, I always ask God, show me the gift. And it's always me. I did it. Mm -hmm. I manifested that. There is nobody else to blame. So to be always in a place of observing ourselves as leaders, as coaches, mm -hmm. to keep our clean space is what allow our message to be more powerful and to be really transformational. Other than that, people will hear it, they will be happy, and then yeah. they will yeah. don't do anything yeah, with it. Away. Yes, yeah. that makes a lot of sense. Absolutely. I think also, I mean, in my experience, it's our soul crying when we're not living our purpose. Mm -hmm. It's just crying for us to connect, you know, like our human body, and our soul, if you're doing two different dances, it starts crying. 100%. Yeah. And once you know what your purpose is, once you know what your calling is, you cannot hide from it. Yeah. It's like a spider, like a hairy spider in your face. <laughs> Wherever you go, it goes with you. And then it's smelly. So it's smelly and hairy and bee, and you cannot hide from it. You either like do something about it. That's how it is once you know your purpose. You know, yeah. that's sad. You must leave it. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> yes, I agree. I don't know what to say about that. <laughs> I've never heard that before. <laughs> I channel it. I channel the spider. The spider in the face has come from it. <laughs> from the essence. Well, we don't have any spiders here. No. Because <laughs> we have Bellow. Yeah. <laughs> you have visual, right? Yeah. 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 Are you guys busy? I was like, ooh, I don't like spiders, no. I love it. Now, I, I would love you if you could to speak to the single parents in the audience. Yes, yes. Because I think that that becomes another mask mm -hmm. that people wear. It's very hard. Yes. And you have twins. Yes. And so here you were, carrying babies, yes. escaping a very dangerous life. Yes. And look at what you built. I mean, my goodness, if anyone can speak to encourage a single mother or father, it's you, because you're living it. So who better to hear from? So what would you, you're welcome, but it's amazing. You know, you know it's amazing, because people just want to lay down and give up. You know, they're tired, and they can't imagine having twins, and they're crying at the same time, and they want to eat at the same time. 
So how would you encourage a single parent who has that entrepreneurial like dream, or even maybe a dream to go back to college, or a dream to be a coach, any dream, how do you encourage them to, to take the steps? Because they're tired. Yes, <laughs> I love this, and, and you know, I'm, I'm very moved by the fact that I, I have the privilege to be a mother and, and to live my purpose. And, and there was not a day that my mind didn't doubt that, you know? Yeah. My own ego was always dying. You, you cannot do that, you know? And mm -hmm. people will say it repeatedly so many times, is you cannot do that. You cannot be a single mom and, you know, divorce and leave your purpose and, and, and be with your kids. And from the beginning, I said, God, if you have given me the gift to be a mom and if you have given me the gift of having a purpose, you will give me the tools for me to fulfill it. I do believe that there is nothing that God has given us without the ability to manifest it. Mm -hmm. I do believe that. If you have a dream in your heart and you are a mother, you are a father, it is because of that that is going to be even more successful because you have now an inspiration in your kids. And so many people think that sacrifice is a way to show love. Mm -hmm. And I believe sacrifice comes from ego. I love this. When we think that by sacrificing ourselves, we love people, that is a lie from our ego. When you sacrifice your purpose, when you sacrifice yourself in the name of your kids, you are using them, using them as a way for you not to be responsible for your greatness. The moment you decide to let go of sacrifices and then invest instead of sacrifice, I invest time with my kids. I invest time to fulfill my purpose. I invest time with my business. That means that when you are with them, you are with them. You may not have so many days to be with your kids, but if you're gonna be one day with them, you're gonna be fully present with them, fully engaged, connected. The quality of the time is more important than the quantity of the time. Mm -hmm. If you are in your work, be in your work. If you are with your kids, be with your kids. And that will allow you to have quality memories. What I have created with my kids is quality memories. And I have that belief that we can have it all. And I, I learn a lot. You know, I, I read about being a parent. You know, my kids didn't have a cell phone until this year. They're 14. They're going to be 14. And what I give them, books. Yeah, sometimes they cry, I want my cell phone. Here a book. And then they read the book. Yes. Yeah. I have my mother, who is really wonderful, who is a great grandma, mm -hmm. who helped me raise them. Because, see, I believe that God, once he gave us a challenge for one way, he gave us in another way a, okay. it's a, a gift to, you know, uh -huh. It's like a balance it yeah, out, right? Exactly. So he gave me my mother. And my mom helped me with my kids when I'm not home. So it has been a, a, re, a real blessing. And for you, maybe a babysitter. So mm -hmm. write down the profile of the babysitter that you want. Someone who believes in God, someone who has values. You write down that profile of the person that you want to work with, with your kids. See, the most important thing is to understand that you don't only you deserve to have it all, that you can have it all. That is like, oh, you cannot have it all. No, that's not true. Yes, you can if you choose it. You have it in a different moments. You you play with it in harmony, mm -hmm. but you can have it all. And you have the responsibility because if you don't, you will leave the legacy to your kids. You will tell your kids that it's okay to suffer, mm -hmm. to be unhappy in the name of family. And that is a very sad legacy to give to our kids. Generational curse. Yes, generational yes. curse. So for me, curse. So for me, it's like I'm 
living my purpose and I'm teaching my kids that they can fulfill theirs. And when I live my purpose, I am happy and that is the happiness that, that I'm bringing to them. My kids know that no matter what their calling is, they can fulfill it because they see, see the example. They see the example. Yeah, it's not words. It's, it's not what. It's action. And that's leadership. Exactly. Yeah. That's what we, I love that. Yeah. See, food, that's what real leadership is, is lead by example. Mm -hmm. You want something from your kids, do it. You want them to be kind, be kind to other people in front of them. You don't want them to lie. Don't lie. Don't tell them, tell that person that I'm not home. No. Because whatever you do, that's what they will duplicate. They won't duplicate what you say. What you say, they don't hear. What you do, they receive and they learn it 100%. And just a constant growth. You know, I talk to my kids. People ask me all the time, oh, it's challenging to have teenagers. Well, no. For me, it's great. Oh, teenagers don't talk. Well, mine, they talk to me. You know, I don't receive this nonsense of like, oh, it's bad, it's challenging to have teenagers. Why? As soon as I receive that garbage in my head, it will become a reality. For me, teenagers is a beautiful age to build leadership, to build the future, to connect. It's like those last moments before being adults. So I'm like enjoying juicy moments when yeah, we are at home. Yeah. Caroline and Ticoline and, and just enjoying those moments and they're big now and they're fierce, smelly because we used to be, you know, babies now, like oh hair everywhere. I'm like, oh my god. But I love it, you know? I enjoy it. I enjoy being a mother. Enjoy it. Don't wait until something happens for you to appreciate what you have. Don't wait until you're sick with a heart attack in order for you not to stress. Relax, breathe and enjoy it because life goes really fast and they do grow fast. It is true, they grow fast. So enjoy it, it now kids what you will have. call you on it too. Yes, oh right? yeah. I mean, you know, like I have a thing with Hope where, you know, I've never lied to her. Yes. Whenever I say to her, if I can't, if I can't keep a promise, I don't make the promise. Good. That's like my thing with her, right? Yes. So we have those conversations yes. and I'll say to her, yes. and she knows I've never lied to yes. her. I've always told her the truth. I've always kept my promises, so I think it's, yeah, and Absolutely. that's the best legacy that right. we can give to them. And also own when we make mistakes. I take responsibility mm -hmm. with them. Sure. I say, you know, I take responsibility. I'm sorry. It's okay. They need to know we're human. They know anyways. Sure. Because if you try to, you know, like you everything. Like, no! no! And they smell it. You know, they're like, oh, poo-poo around, you know. <laughs> you know, they, they see it. So be authentic. Be authentic. Be yourself. Let them be themselves as well. It's okay that we direct and we lead their way. But at the same time, we must let them be themselves because that's who they really are. And in that space, we'll allow them Elaborate to be the Elaborate on best. that because I, I don't want yes. our, our listeners to miss that. Yes. Yes, right? please. Please. Yes, so many times because, parents think, yeah, yeah. Right, because they're a gift from God. Yes. Right? They're not yours. We're stewards of what mm -hmm. he's given us, exactly. but they're not necessarily. So no. They're not our possessions. They're here actually to facilitate us to evolve and grow and we allow when we allow them to be themselves when we guide them to the process without being attached for them to be certain way that's when we allow them also to bloom fully bloom like to blossom to to really see the best version of themselves we may or may not agree but it's okay it's part of life if you are attached and you want to control everything about your kid and then it becomes you wanting to change your own life through them, like wanting to fix what you did wrong mm -hmm. in your past to them. That's pure ego. 
You cannot have an authentic relationship when you are attached to your kids fixing what you did. That's not for them to do. They came here to live. You have chosen each other to yeah. facilitate that growth. So not being attached, let go of attachment, guidance without attachment, right. leadership with your action, right. and love unconditionally. That is the key. That's the key. That's awesome. <laughs> That's amazing. Because most people don't feel that way. No. No. It's a practice. We practice every day. Yeah. We practice, we practice unconditional love. It's a deliberate love. action, too. Yes, mm -hmm. exactly. Clean it up, clean up, take responsibility, move on. Clean up. We do that all the time. In our home, we're cleaning up constantly. Constantly, we're finding things to clean up. Mm -hmm. And when we do that, and then we allow them just to grow. And, and sometimes when I hear conversations, you know, today I received a text from one of the uh, mothers of, uh, of one of the kids from school. Mm -hmm. Karen, I want to thank you. You have kids that are so great. The, the bus uh, driver was uh, taking my little girl to a different address, and they stood up. I said, no, this is wrong address. They changed, like, they were so present, to, so protective of my girl. Aww. And that's how she was five, and now she went back oh, home to be safe. Wow. And she said, I want you to know you have great kids. This is beautiful. It's a big deal. Yeah, that's, that's a, a big, deal. big deal. That's a big deal. So this is like, okay, God, thank you. Yeah. Like you're showing me. See, it's sometimes people get attached to, okay, it's important that they go good in the school, but don't get attached for the grade. And then if they don't go the grade, you yeah. go bad. Look into what your kids are doing good and acknowledge that. More you acknowledge, more they will do more of that. If you yeah. want them to be great, so focus on all the things that they're already doing great. So the things that still need to grow, they automatically will, will grow as well. But most parents are like, look what you didn't do, look at that. And then what you focus, expand. Expand, focus in what they do great and their blessings and their gift. And that's what they're going to do bigger. Beautiful. What would you say to somebody that is searching for stronger faith? Did you always have strong faith? You know, I have to say that in my heart, I always had this knowingness yes. that God is with me. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I, my mom, of course, she, she put those seeds in my heart. Of course. Um, but for me, it's a matter of experiencing God. Mm -hmm. And I believe that most people, and I was coaching someone uh, two days ago, and I asked her, what do you think God is? And she said, well, God is someone out there watching over us. And but where is God? Well, he's out there. He's not <laughs> here. No, well, he's here with me when I'm good. Aww. When I'm not good, he's out there. So it's like people sometimes have this illusion of separation from mm -hmm. God, have a knowledge of God, but not an experience of God. Mm -hmm. So if you want to feel closer to God, I invite you to start living as an experience of God. Like, dedicate everything that you do. Your darkest moments, when you're feeling low, God, I dedicate this low moment to you to find the answer, to find the gift. When you're feeling happy, I'm dedicating this to you. Everything that I have, everything that I don't have is for God. So experience yes. God. Experience God in a tree. Experience God in a when it's a, you're driving and there is traffic. Laugh about it. God, thank you for teaching me patience. Woo -hoo -hoo! You know? <laughs> and then you experience God in the traffic. You know, we have the opportunity to experience God and to have a relationship with it. I believe that that's why I have such a strong connection is because I, I don't put a pause in my relationship with yes. God. It's ongoing. Like I, I delete the pause button. Oh, that's I, I, I delete it. I don't have it. So <clears throat> it's, it's, it's an essence relationship. And that is also a choice. You don't need to learn that mm -hmm. anywhere. You have it already. 
Choose it. Choose to have an experience of God every day. Be grateful, be present, and God is always there for you. I love that because people, I think, think that they need to be perfect. Like you were saying about other things. It's the same thing that they need to be perfect to have this relationship. Yes. Or they need to be perfect until they're happy or have more money and then they can talk to God. And it's like God wants to be with you in everything. Well, he's already in every there. moment. Yes. yes. And he's already with us. Yes. See, the thing is that he's not going anywhere. No. You are the one who separates yourself from the experience of God, but God is always within you. How he cannot be with you if he's you? Yeah. You are God. It's within you. You are it. So there is no separation. It's only the illusion of the mind that is telling you that you're separated, but you cannot separate what you are already. Never. It's not going away. It's always with you because you are it. And once we accept that, mm -hmm. see, because sometimes people feel uncomfortable saying, I'm God. <clears throat> no, 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 that's not good. What do you yes. mean? God is everything. It's you, it's you, it's me, it's everything. It's everything. There is no separation. There is no division or parts of God. There is no little pieces of God. God is everything at all. It is an arrogance of the ego to think that we're not God. And that in essence, we're not God. That is what arrogance is. not to say we're God. It's to deny that we are. So when we surrender to that, the experience of living from that place becomes a normal or normal way of living instead of being sometimes when we are in church or temple when we're praying, praying. That's beautiful. It's beautiful that you do that. But remember, God is, an every, is every day at every moment with you, not only when you pray. It's every day with you. When you accept God in your heart, when you accept who you are, miracles will happen around you every day. You will experience it every day. And every day you will have more and more reference of the power of God. <clears throat> That's how it goes. Well, they happen every day. You just don't accept that exactly. they're happening. Exactly. Yes. It's like, oh, they're happening to them, but not, <laughs> not to, me. to me. Come on, God is waiting. He's like, okay. Yeah. He's like, with all the gifts, like these and all. He's like, come on, God, come on. And then once you say, okay, I'm ready to receive, and then here it is. So open your arms and receive. God is there with you. It's living, and it goes back to how we started, which is a great way because we're getting ready to end the show now. <laughs> but it's the I am, and it's the I am love. Yes. And it's having the essence of love, and you're grounded with God. Exactly, because yeah. God is love. Yes. There is no separation. Yes. God is love. You are love. You are God. We are one. And yes. This is beautiful. We're all the same. The same. That's yeah. the funniest thing of the yeah. mind. You think that we're different. We're the same. Yeah. We're all the and same. When you honor that, the miracle of life happens. We're all the same because I do believe in the essence of it all. We just want the same thing. Yeah, we sure. want to be loved. Yeah. And we want someone to be love kind to loved. us. Yeah. Yes. And we yeah. want to love. Exactly. Love and be loved. Yeah. yeah. That's it. And to share the love. Yeah. And that's yeah. what we're here for. Yeah. yeah. So what do we have to look forward to you doing? What's coming up this year? Well, I'm excited. My book, Purpose, is the name of the book. All right. Oh. It's coming up this year. Exciting. So I know amazing. Oh, I believe October will be out. Congratulations. So we'll be of course. Okay. Yeah. Of course. Great. I promise. Yeah. I okay. promise. Okay. Great. Thank um, you. This has been a 10 years Congratulations. Uh, in the making. So um, I'm wow. really, and in the making, what I mean, not the content, but really the timing. Like I believe yeah. that this is the time for people to receive this book. Mm -hmm. The name is Purpose. Use one word. I yeah. love this it. This is what, that's it. The, that's it. That sums this is it up. 
it up. <laughs> this is it. This is it. So I'm really excited about that. Many seminar tours. Um, we're coaching other coaches. We're certifying other coaches to be under our umbrella in our company, mm-hmm. like a like a music label but yeah transformational yeah, right, label right, yeah right. so that's happening and continue sharing the, the love and you know in every single way possible so i'm really excited about it you guys can visit my website karenhoyos.com i have many goodies and can you free just spell stuff. that so they yes. know so they of can, course k-a-r-e-n-h-o-y-o-s karenhoyos.com all social media is social media is karen hoyos and we're always there with free goodies. I do webinars every month for free. See, people sometimes say, oh, I cannot. This, this, this. I give it for free. So That's use amazing. me. Use me. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. like yeah. a lemon for juice. I yeah. am the lemon. So <laughs> use me. Use me so you can ha- drink. Drink it up. I'm here. So, and, and if you want to, of course, uh, and learn more about our programs or retreats or certification programs, just go to our website, KarenHoyos.com. <laughs> We'll have tools for you. We, we're going to do a reset retreat. And yes. we'd love to have you as part of our yes. retreat. Oh, my God. Yeah. Wait, let's you. do it. You count me in, I'm in. 100%. Done. We Good. Coordinate yes. dates and that's it. Okay, Perfect. Yay. Yay. I have one more question. Yes. What is a mantra that you say to yourself that you could leave with our audience? You know, I have a few that I love. You know, I love Maya Angelou. And, and it's really not a mantra, but it's a thing I always think of. And it's when people show you who they are, believe them. Mm-hmm. What is something that you say to yourself to either remember, like mm-hmm. keep it together, mm-hmm. or to inspire yourself? I love it. Every time, especially for those of you who uh, are afraid to speak in public. So sometimes get nervous before doing a business uh, meeting, transaction, mm-hmm. or when you want to face a challenge, you want to talk to somebody about something that is challenging for you. I always use this phrase, okay? okay? And it's, God, you think through me, you speak through me, and you act through me. Mm-hmm. That is what I say. God, you think through me, you speak through me, and you act through me. At that moment, I let go of control, and God is in control. The rest is a miracle. Wow. That was for somebody. Wow. I know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Thank you, Karen. My pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. My pleasure. It's been amazing having yes, you Yes, it is. I can't wait to bring you back. I know. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait to come back. I can't wait. I Maybe good. just stay another hour. We'll do another one. No, Special two-hour show. <laughs> I love it. Thank you, guys. Thank you so Thank much. You it so was much. an honor to have you. Oh, my Really. Pleasure. Really. And it was fun. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. I yes. love you guys. Yes. Thank we'll you. Be, we'll be watching for your book, Purpose. Purpose. And we will be following you on all your social media media and please follow Karen Hoyas H-O-Y-O-S yes and you know love her up people and I mean I don't know what else <laughs> take to advantage say. of her free yeah. webinars yeah yes, take advantage yes. and remember reset because, because you deserve, deserve it, it.